I am reading the world's most absolute batshit insane book right now. Oh. It's called Bunny mm -hmm. by Mona Awad. Awad, A-W-A-D. Uh-huh. And Mona's M-O-N-A, like Mona Lisa. Anyways, it's about this. That cover looks familiar, whether it is like similar to a cover that you've already read or I've seen that book. This is my only neon pink book. Um, it's about this girl. It, it, on the cover, it's like this gorgeous bright pink with yeah. this black bunny rabbit on it. It's about this girl who goes to university and is enrolled in this um, fiction writing class. Okay. And she's in the class with four other girls, and they're called the Bunnies. Sexy. And it's 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 a little reminiscent of uh, Mean Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls. Kind of. They're in this clique. Mm -hmm. However, you can tell that there's something a little more sinister about it. Mm, they kill people. Yeah. Wait, really? Essentially. Wait, really? Yeah. That's but like, cool. It's, they don't really kill people. It's it's really hard to explain. I don't want to give spoilers away yeah. for people that read it. But it is dark. Ooh. It is twisted. Ooh. And it's about, and almost every character in this book, and I love this, it's a horror novel, basically, but every character is a woman. Yes. So, like, it's female horror. Nice. And it's, like, woman-on-woman -woman violence. It is really good. That's awesome. It's kind of cathartic. I feel like if you were reading this as a woman and you were, like, I don't know, in a tense situation with other women, yeah. there is this sense of catharsis in the writing yeah. with just how vicious Ooh. it is. It is so good. Sounds sexy. It is sexy. Like, okay, so uh, this isn't uh, a spoiler, but the bunnies have this thing called a smut salon. <gasps> nice! And uh, so the book smut starts salon. by them inviting our main character to their smut salon, and they read each other erotica, <gasps> and, then from, oh. and then from there, it just goes fucking bonkers. Wow. Like, there's, like, black magic at play. Yes. It's like a coven. And these witches are evil. Like straight, it's so good just to see, you know how like we love a good, strong, complex woman. Mm -hmm. I also love a genuinely evil woman. Like off the hinges, just like... off her hinges, evil. Yeah, it's just and there's four of them, but they are, it's be it's so good. Okay, it's I need also, to read it. It's also You've very me. it's it's oh god, it's really great. It's also very confusing and it reads a stream of consciousness. Oh, that's so it's cool. a bit strange. I like that. I really liked that. Two, so I just wanted everyone to know that I am reading that book right now. You it know what incredible. the cover of that looks like? Hmm, what's that one with the flamingo? Wasn't there a flamingo? Oh. Where the family was like, there was like... My a, Mostly Dead Things book where they're yes. taxidermists? Yes. Yeah. I think that, that the cover of that one reminds me of that It is. One. It's like inverted with the pink and green instead yeah. of this black and pink. And that, that book was incredible too. So I'm, I'm reading that and it got me really interested and this, this isn't what I prepared for today, but now that I'm talking about this book and thinking about it, I am interested in female horror. Like, yeah, can oh. you think of any other examples? I mean, I felt like The Ring was pretty female-focused. Oh, yeah, like women's horror. Women's horror. I mean, there was, you know, what was her, her love interest or something. Um, but that was the ex -husband, a story. Yeah, yeah the ex-husband. Like, he was a part of it. But he got it was, killed gracefully. Okay, spoiler alert. Oh. It was not gracefully. It was so... It was so... Uh, this movie has been out literally 20 years. I know. If you haven't seen but The Ring yet. But that one was yet. about the female who was the main character. Experience. And then the... It was about the mother Samara. and the daughter. That's so true. I never viewed The Ring, the ring. through, like, feminist... Feminist... Yeah. female horror and it was very much not only about female it was about like mother daughter horror trauma horror trauma yeah oh god that's she a... killed like that movie 
fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Like, because that was not only, it wasn't even, it wasn't only a horror. It was like a psychological horror. Mm-hmm. Like a, It was more than a psychological thriller because that was straight up, like, I would, I would think that's straight up horror. Um, but like, it Especially because she's like running around trying to fix it. Yeah, that's it was definitely thriller. Well, yeah, and there was this whole like mystery, this whole like psychological like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I feel like the the way that the tape worked and all of that, like that was. Have it's it, a great. The, I feel like The Ring is really underrated. Oh, amazing movie! I loved it. And uh, did you ever see those parody movies? Uh, scary movie, like one of the scary movies yeah. it, is the recreation yes. of The Ring. Yes. I always thought that was really brilliantly done. I loved. This I loved scary movies. What about The Others with Nicole Kidman? That's also women's horror. I loved that movie. But that wasn't so much as that wasn't so much horror as it was like a psychological mm-hmm. thriller. I think psychological thriller. I do think elements of it are women's horror though because there's this isolation element which it, and, and not only isolation but isolation of a woman with I feel like horror children. to me has to do with like killing and gore and like Mm -hmm. not necessarily from what i like from what i see in horror yeah like to me horror just has to be scary okay and it has to have this component to it so like i i I didn't feel like it was scary i felt like it was more like thrilling or mm -hmm. like suspenseful um I was more I was more invested in the storyline mm-hmm. than see that's excellent horror in my opinion okay, where like yeah. the where the storyline is the focus because yeah. there's that scene where she's under the sheet where she's like I am your daughter yeah you know that's ho- that that's horror so long and uh, what else what yeah. else oh my god I love women's horror now that we're talking about yeah. it the others I would say definitely was women's horror um, let's um, see if, is that even a genre let me Google it. Like, I wonder if that's a considered... Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there's uh, a lot that feel like they're both, you know what I mean? Um, where it's, like, couples, like, hetero couples, to where you can't say it's, like, female or male-focused. Yeah. Um, oh, Carrie. Carrie is yeah, women's horror. that's true. Um... That one's like cult classic to where it's like sometimes I forget that that's even. Yeah. Birds. Oh, misery. Birds. Oh, by the Al- birds. By Alfred Hitchcock. Al- Alfred Hitchcock. I would say that one's definitely female fo- fo- uh, focused, don't you think? I can't remember that movie enough. Or like if if men have too many speaking roles, you know. Yeah. Like I like it when it. It's mostly it's mostly the woman. I can't. I love Alfred. Alfred. Oh my god! I forgot about the Bride of Chucky, where it's about where she like literally looks (laughs) like an exotic dancer and kills people. Um, Rear Window was male was not female focused, but that's also a really great fucking. That I Mm -hmm. loved that film. I can't remember anything else, mm. and I didn't see anything else on my searches. I mean, I feel like The Ring is the best one. That's like, to me, that's horror. That's one I could watch it that's, more times than one, for sure. Yeah, they made like a remake of it, and it was... Oh, like The Ring 4 or 5 or oh, something? Oh, they made multiple? I didn't know that they made yeah, multiple. Yeah, because there's... The first two movies follow the, all the same characters, mm. essentially. I don't think I saw any of the other ones. I think I just saw number it one. It just kind of goes off the rails there for a second. Yeah. Is The Grudge... No. 
No, I didn't think so. And then what about that one uh, where the it's like a girl, she's like pretending to be a girl, but she's... Orphan? Yeah, orphan. I just could sense what you were trying to yeah, tell me there. Yeah, but she's, yeah, spoiler, but she's not actually a girl. She's like a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's like, yeah. I love, uh, I love that concept of women in horror, especially being the villain mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, and... yeah, because... To me, men aren't scary. Men are trash. <laughs> men are disposable. But women are women can scary. Be scary. I think women men are, are scary. scary, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should, because we are. Well, this was a fun little opening yeah. segment. I'm sure that, you know, if you had any... If the listeners have any that they, they're thinking of that we can't, you know, think of. And horror typically isn't my genre that I know that much about, but I've seen a lot of... Like the classics. The, the ones that... Or I know enough about the ones that are classics. I just happen to actually love the others. I watched that one not even knowing that it was going to be a horror, and I ended up fucking loving it. It's just so gorgeous. That one movie. feels very, like, sixth sense from, like, a female perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Loved it. So, I've got everything all set up. Let me, I'm Plus, almost ready. Nicole Kidman! <laughs> So today, I thought we would talk about quitting. <laughs> okay. I think that sounds we, great. I think we've touched on this before, but I... No, I don't know if we really have. But if we have, then I found some new takes on it and Love a it. really interesting listicle. It's been too long. It's been too long, so then. it's new. We're new so people. So I've got um, some different variations of like giving up versus knowing when to go on. Uh-huh. And a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the narrative around this idea of knowing when it's time to give up uh-huh. and knowing when it's not time to give up, Yikes. it's overlapping. Mm. So it's almost, so if you look at the like lists, like lists, like tips one through five on how not to give up or knowing yeah. when not to give up and tips one through five on knowing when to give up, yeah, it's the same. Whoa. So it's like, so it's almost like they don't help because it's the same criteria for both and it, it overlaps. It's really interesting. So this is the first article, and I'm breaking from tradition again. I found it from Inc.com, Inc.com. Oh my gosh! And it's an article by Nicholas She's Cole, who's a contributor. And this article is called Seven Reasons People Give Up on Their Goals Too Early." Uh, you don't seem like someone that gives up on their goals too early. No, to me. I'm someone that hangs on for dear like, fucking life. Like hangs on life. for dear fucking life. I have a Taurus moon, so it's a problem. <laughs> Tell me if you can relate to any of these, then. Okay. So one. People want the outcome more than they want to obtain a skill. People want the outcome more than they want to so like obtain a skill. So like let's say... Let's give a scenario. This is this was my example that I thought of when I read this. Like Let's say you wanted to learn a language. You want to speak the language. You don't want to obtain the skill of learning languages. Yeah. You know? Or like you want the degree that says you graduated, but you, you don't, don't want to do really the work. actually don't want to go to class and, no, and learn. No, exactly. I mean, I do. I'm Mercury-focused, but that's fine. So it says, Human beings uh, love to fall in love with the idea of something grand. We love the thought of being a famous entrepreneur far more than we love sitting in a dark room for years. (laughs) Sorry, that example just threw me off. That's literally my life. (laughs) I just became an entrepreneur back in June of last year. And now you sit in a dark room. And all I do every single day is sit alone in a dark room. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Love that for you. Thank you so much. And for me, I uh, I feel like the fun part for me is obtaining the skill. The outcome's always great, yeah. but I always have more fun obtaining my skills. I agree. I think, um, you know what's funny is it's one of the things when I was like very first learning things about uh, the signs, like in astrology, there are certain signs geared towards, um, you know, starting the thing. It's really the triplicity. So whether they're cardinal, they're mutable, or they're fixed, um, the certain signs will be more inept to want to start the thing. They might be like more motivated by beginning something or mm -hmm. getting the balls rolling. And then there's other signs that are more interested in like doing of the task. It's not as much about starting or finishing. It's about like the journey you take when you're doing it. And then there's some signs that are more geared towards finishing things. Like they want the outcome. They don't necessarily want to start it or do the hard work. They just want it. They just want it, they done. Want it done. They want to see it to completion. And um, I have a lot of signs focused on mutable. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I like going on a road trip not for the destination, but for the car experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I enjoy sometimes, like, road trip vacations for the travel. Uh, and, I, yeah, obviously I like the destination, but I know that, like, my memories a lot of the times for, like, are vacations road and road trip. trips are, like, how we get there and what we do along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Absolutely. Just thinking that's what it came up to me is, like, the difference in the signs of... You know, because everything is astrology to me. Absolutely. You have a lot of signs, too, that are... Quitters? I was going to say, <laughs> you have, like, end goal and mutable, like, I don't know. I feel like I hang out more in the middle and at the yep. end. You're if, not the starter, though. I'm not the starter you of things. Don't, I don't I, think you have a lot of cardinal. So I like, uh, think of the rest if of something charts. is starting in my life, it's because I'm already halfway through it. Yeah. You know, or like somebody like made you start it. <laughs> somebody made something. me start it. Yeah. And now I'm seeing it through. Yeah. So two, this is the second reason that people give up on their goals too early. Mm. They care too much about what people think and they fear judgment and failure. I think this is the biggest one. I think at least. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is the biggest, the biggest one. I mean, I haven't heard the rest of them, but like to me, when you said so this, far. like title, like the first thing. We're on the second things, one, but so far, this is. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind is like the way they're perceived or the way that they feel like they might be judged. I know that I've dealt with that. I know all of my friends have dealt with that in some sort of way. I, you know, mm -hmm. like it's just a natural part of life. I feel like, especially with the type of work that you do. Yeah. Astrology. Yeah. Or just like even being on social media or like the public eye, like it is a very tiptoe, like you have mm -hmm. to have confidence yes. to be able to do what I do. It's becoming a little easier. Like, imagine the confidence my grandma had to have when she ran her business out of her fucking basement, dude. Mm -hmm. She was registered with the state. In the and 70s ran, and 80s. And in the 70s and 80s, and she learned in the 60s, you know. Like, she she fucking ran an astrology business. and Iconic. And I bet you she came up and buttered heads with some people. and Oh, yeah. But I guess at that point, she didn't have a... If she was passionate about it, she couldn't Right, but I'm just thinking about the difference of, like, then versus yeah. now. Like, you know, they have fucking Netflix shows around, like, astrology now. You know, they have mm -hmm. people on the Drew Barrymore show, like, Aliza Kelly talking about, you know, Machine Gun Kelly and fucking... 
uh, what's her face Megan Fox's birth charts and shit. Like, oh really? So like okay, it's that's... it's very mainstream now. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I still have to have confidants. You still have like, confidants, and I f- there is still... still the element of, uh, you know, like it's not being a lawyer. You know, like there's that. Yeah, there is that like validity. Though. That validity aspect. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that, and especially. Yeah, there is a difference when I used to say, like, what when someone would be like, what do you do for work? And I'd be like, oh, I work for, you know, the world's top glass art contemporary gallery. Versus I go, I run my own business. I play with tarot cards and <laughs> I'm an astrologer. <laughs> People yeah. either go, oh, cool, or oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I hope that when goes before well. It, before, it was always like, oh, wow, that's, that's really interesting. Like, which it was, but yeah, yeah. you're right. There is a... You could say I run the online world's top and then mumble something astrology business yeah sure the world's top messy astrology yeah. <laughs> business i mean it's not messy it's just, i know it's, it's very clean it's not the top <laughs> so um let me read about what he what says you, about hold on what do you feel about this though like how do you feel about this in your own uh, life i feel okay so the thing that I go to, the thing that's the most prevalent in my life when it comes to goals. Yeah. And, like, having a concrete goal, having, like, the beginning and the middle and the end of it, blah, 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 the whole shebang, is always language learning. You know, that's always my most concrete example for this. And How many so, times have you been successful with that? Once. Yeah? How old were you? 20, I think. Okay. I would say I was 20 when I hit that first landmark of... And so why hasn't learn- it, like... Because once you become a language learner, there's always more languages and there's always more goals and there's always more things you want to do, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a never ending goal. Yeah. It goes on forever. But there is this element that I came up against a lot. Not so much now because the people in my life like literally don't care. Yeah. But when I was younger and spending a lot of time on this, I remember people saying like, um, you know, asking like, oh, why would you waste your time on that? You know, or like, why what? would... Why would anybody tell you that? I don't know. People just kind of... Some people see it as a waste of time. What? Especially with, like, English as an international language. And especially when you learn languages, where when you go to that country, the majority of people speak English anyway. So, like, a lot of people see language learning as a oh, waste of time. I see. Okay. Okay. And then how do you explain to people... That you don't care? That, first of all, I don't <laughs> care about that aspect of it, you know? and Or people seeing it as a lesser... Uh, a lesser study form or people seeing it as less than it is, you yeah. know, coming up against stuff that's like, in, that's frustrating. I'm sure everybody has that in every career field. Do you know how many people don't get, like feel like I'm literally a sack of lying piece of shit because I read tarot cards or like, I think the planets tell us what, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just have to kind of come up against misinformation a lot. Yeah. And, and I feel like that plays its toll. And so he says, it's what uh, sabotage. It's what people do to avoid the fear of rejection. You see, by sabotaging yourself, you can see the failure coming ahead of time. I don't know why he links that to caring about what people think, but I think he's implying that when you care a lot about what other people think, there is an you might sabotage people, yourself. Well, because it, if you care about what people think and you believe that people will think negatively or you know react poorly to what you're doing, then you just. Self-destruct. Yeah, so that you don't have to actually deal with it. Um, Man, I will tell you, doesn't matter what kind of business you're running, if you want to run a business, really, there's so many situations in which this applies, but really for, like, entrepreneurship, 
doesn't matter what kind of business, this is probably one of, if not your main lesson or struggle that you will have is like self-sabotage imposter syndrome like there will always be something that is like that you will have to deal with where you're like what am I doing or you know who that whole self-sabotage imposter syndrome is number one like I'm trying to help now like I'm trying to help navigate and guide um, my friend Allison through, you know, going into a new like business, like creating her own health and wellness, mm-hmm. um, helping her do her website and she's helping me and I'm like her little guinea pig and everything's going really great. And she's mentioned multiple times to me about like, I just feel like in my, it, it, like she keeps already having this imposter sy- syndrome and like self-sabotage before she's even begun mm-hmm. it's and so she's weird like how... will i get over that and i'm like bitch it's no. just beginning you have to embrace that it's or... so weird when people experience things like that because i look at her yeah. as that person i see her as someone insanely qualified you know i see her she's so overqualified i know for right? her like she's gonna be a health and wellness coach um nutrition is part of it uh, but she was a nurse she's been a nurse for like i i want to say like almost a decade mm-hmm. she's been a literal nurse and then she's on t- on top of that. And she still is a nurse. She does, like, a- uh, telehealth at home right now because she just had a, a, f- a baby. And she's mm-hmm. still fucking working. But um, she is going and getting, like, nutrition classes as well to- on top of it to make sure that she's, like, well you know, up to date and really knows what she's talking about and... Um, she's like, well, I think the nurse background helps. I'm like, bitch, there's not <laughs> any health and wellness coach out there that I know that has actually been a nurse. Yeah. Like, you are so overqualified <laughs> for this shit. Like, so I think a lot of people don't realize that they are exactly qualified for what they need to be doing. And even if you are not qualified, let's say you're still well to be fair yeah i do want my health and wellness coach to be qualified well yeah (laughs) no for that specific thing i think most most people should be somewhat qualified somewhat qualified i can take i mean i know there there's that whole like gate gatekeepery thing too Mm -hmm. about like tarot readers or Mm -hmm. astrologers and rushing into like i just want to start a business i want to make money at it and like you've only been reading the cards for like a year Mm -hmm. uh, or less but like who's to say that you can't but at the same time i do feel like there's a level of i don't know i I see what you're saying yeah it's hard there's like fuzzy lines there's so many fuzzy lines but like when it comes to telling people to put things into their literal body yeah i think it's important to have you know yeah if we're talking about have some scientific basis oh absolutely she's not prescribing like pills no but but i mean like if you tell someone go to the store now and buy 1000 milligrams of elderberry and then it turns out that that's poison and it kills you you know like she would never do that but but someone might someone might someone might so anyway if you're that person be careful i guess yeah okay get good insurance babe (laughs) i love how you tried to wrap that combo up to get back to the article (laughs) so these are again the reasons people give up on their goals Mm -hmm. too early three they mistake failure for lessons learned so you mistake a failure for a lesson i don't understand that i feel like, like i feel like that's always helpful i think some people see failure as failure I know it's kind of foreign. No, but us. I feel like then, then that's worded backwards. Read it again. They mistake failure for 
lessons learned. I guess is that written back? I feel like it should be written they ba- the other way. Lessons learned as failure. So it's. Wait. Do you know what I mean? So I, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like saying. it should be the other way around. I, I understood it the first time I read it. But let me see. So let me read what he says. The best goal setters know that failure is nothing more than a lesson in yeah. disguise. I feel like the, sh- the title should be backwards, mm. though. That, I don't know. Okay, in keep fact, going. a quote I live by is, thanks, author, for this. Never mistakes, always lessons. Happy trees. This, what? this is the motto <laughs> Wait, for the path. Wait, you don't know Bob Ross? I don't watch Bob Ross. I know who he is, and I've seen his oh, stuff. Oh, that's like but... his thing. Like, there's no mistakes. You just turn him into happy little trees. Oh. So, like, if you make a mistake or whatever, you, you just, just turn it into a tree. Happy little tree. Oh, okay. I oh. love that. Yeah. This is the motto for the path of true mastery. So, the um, those that give up on their goals, however, treat failure as a label. I've failed. Like, that's their new label. Yeah. So, they repeat that so- They repeat that to themselves over and over, entirely missing opportunities. It's only failure if you see it that way. <laughs> So, so have you failed recently? Always. <laughs> Did you, were you able to see it as a lesson or was that moment? Always. Or, is there I, ever a moment where you're, where that feeling of failure kind of washes over you for a minute and then you have to remind yourself? I feel like I'm really good at this. There's a lot of things I'm not that good at. <laughs> this one, I'm pretty good at. <laughs> and I think that comes from being super self-aware and also running a business around self-awareness and self-actualization like mm-hmm. and self-mastery. Like That's really what astrology is, is being super aware that everything is a possible gift or lesson and opportunity, even when it's like the worst thing that's ever happened to you. And that's sometimes maybe not the healthiest way to live sometimes actually you know like it's yeah because sometimes sometimes a failure is a failure and it should be indicative to give up yeah as we'll see later as we will see later but i feel like (laughs) i feel like if out of all the things that i struggle with this is not one of them i'm very good at seeing things that others or i might off the bat deem as a failure and turning it into like a lesson somehow Mm -hmm. um trying to think of something i've failed at nothing's coming to mind being chill i'm Never fail at being chill. I'm literally the chillest person that's ever lived. You have zero if chill. If you looked in my mind, you, have... you would just see a relaxing penguin just lounging. You don't want me to give examples of why that's exactly <laughs> the opposite of what you are. In fact, well, actually, I, I am a bundle of nerves. Okay, the, every <laughs> wow. everyone imagine this. A bundle of nerves, but relaxing on the beach. <laughs> the penguin is shivering. Yeah. Always. With anxiety. So, again, everyone, people give up on their goals too early. Why? For they would rather throw in the towel than pivot. Pivot! So, finding one company that knew exactly what it was going to be in every way, shape, and form from the onset. It doesn't exist. So, that's because companies, brands, ideas, and visions are not stationary ships. They're not constructed at a table in advance and then brought to life. Mm. It says they evolve over time, they grow, they gather feedback, and adjust. So, basically, people... Instead of changing their direction, once they realize that they're naturally sailing towards it, they just throw in the towel instead mm. of change course. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last job at the gallery was interesting because it was run by two people. And I don't really talk about the gallery a lot, but it's two people. And I thought it was always really interesting to watch this dynamic because one of the people, one of the main bosses... Was a pivoter? was a constant pivoter, like almost too much pivoting uh-huh. to where like you needed to set like some roots. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Um, they were always given new ideas. They were always looking to expand and always looking to think bigger and try things outside the box and crazy ideas and let's morph and change as things go. And then the other one was super like uh, more practical, more logical, more um, set in their ways and really liked structure and things like that. Tradition. Tradition. And like if it if it's not broke, don't fix it. But sometimes it was broke and they still didn't want to fix it kind of thing. So it was interesting because sometimes we would have like extremes depending on whose mm-hmm. energy was coming forth more at the time. Um, and then in other times it was really great because they, they balanced each other a lot. It was a really happy medium between... You know, sticking to what works and, and, you know, having consistency of some sort. And then also, like, how can we be unique and future forward and think think bigger and think different? So I learned a lot from watching those two try and balance each other because sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. Yeah. Um, and I thought I think that's my my best in-person, like, example of how this played out. What about you? Do you think that oh, that one of one of those people would have rather thrown in the towel than pivot? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. The, I think in certain instances. The one that was probably more, uh, more practical and logical and less pivoting would throw in the towel. <laughs> I totally see that. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's not good nor bad. That's just like, and then maybe that's not true. That's just my, mm-hmm. what I would uh, think and what I've gathered. Um, I mean, sometimes as we'll see, as we keep repeating, sometimes it's time to throw in the fucking towel. Well, what was so interesting too was, is that this job was based off of sales, mostly for shows that were in person. It was, it was contemporary glass art. So most of the people spending tens of thousands of dollars on a piece of art wants to see it in person <laughs> like they yeah. want to buy it in person they want to come to the shows they want to meet the artists they want you know glass especially as a medium needs to be lit properly for it to really mm-hmm. you know show well and it's not like ceramics or painting or you know digital art or something like that like glass is very specific and when the pandemic hit and we couldn't really do shows and everything was online, you know, they had to completely rethink and pivot their entire, Mm -hmm. as did a lot of companies, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of companies were not, and this is when we talked about this a lot during the pandemic, but I find that the job that I had during that was probably one of the most interesting to see how that was all going to work out. I don't know. So I also see, though, how sometimes if the direction is changing so much away from your original vision Mm -hmm. that it no longer makes sense to you, sometimes you got to throw in the towel. You know, like if what you're doing now isn't working in the way that to make it work is too different. Yeah. You know, that's not It's sometimes throwing in the towel doesn't mean like stopping it entirely, but it might mean like a pause or it might mean like a, a, a forced tower moment where like you knock the whole fucking thing down and start start over over again. You know, you can keep going in a business or you can keep going in a project, but sometimes you have to completely start over and mm-hmm. think about it in, in a new way. Pivoting isn't enough sometimes. So here's five. Okay. The fifth reason people give up too early. They do not have the discipline to stick with their idea long enough to see it live. I would think that that is also... I would think to me that's the second most important out of those. Discipline? Yeah. Just like endurance of knowing our society is so get rich quick Mm -hmm. instant gratification 
You know, people do not understand how long things take sometimes. And when they have that realization or sometimes they don't even realize it, it's just not working out. And they're like, this, I don't is, understand. this is so much work. Like it uh-huh. took me, it took me years to even hit. I mean, I had been daily vlogging and then I switched to a new channel and it took me three years or something like that to hit a thousand subscribers mm-hmm. and then it took me like three more to hit five thousand so it was i think i might mm-hmm. be like you know really estimating here but a slow growing chicken six years mm-hmm. of all the work i put in just for five thousand subscribers which is a lot of subscribers don't get me wrong but like six yeah. fucking years <laughs> Six years. Um, and now... Slow growing chicken tastes the best. Currently, I'm over 10. But I think, you know, for when I start, I think I started in 2014 or 15. So, yeah, it, it snowballs. It takes a lot you, of discipline. After you hit a certain point, there is like, as long as you can stay somewhat consistent or whatever, keep with it. It does snowball. But... Man, think about making a, a snowman, like an actual... Have you ever actually made a snowman? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you start with that little little ball, and sometimes it takes a fucking while, but then once you get a once big ball... Once you get it rolling... It's like, oh, shit, there's here more we surface. go, here You know what? That's go. a beautiful example. There's more surface area to start yeah. picking up more. Exactly. Yeah. But some people, like, they start trying to make that ball, and they're like, this is so much work. I'm over it. I have endless discipline and absolutely no discipline. It's nowhere. There's no middle ground. So here's. I agree with that. So here's six. It really depends on what it is. It too. Depends on what it is. Six. They get distracted by what someone else is doing. That's true. And this is one. I do this. This was the only one on the list that kind of surprised me to see. It says Why? entrepreneurs are notorious for wanting to build the company someone else is building successfully. Oh no! This is that's that shocked you. They kind of shocked me. It says, in an analogy, people give up eating what's on their plate because they want uh, what they see on someone yep. else's, especially when what they're looking at appears to be blah, 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 blah. You know, this is one thing that this I... This is... I, I don't... It, this is... I didn't expect to see it, I guess, because I didn't relate to it. Like, I don't ever see, like, where someone else is at and want that, per se, in this type of environment. If that makes sense. So I couldn't relate. If you were to run your own business. Let's I just, would obviously want it to be successful like someone else's. Right. So let's just say you open a bookshop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say you open a bookshop. You're kind of smiling. That's so cute. I would love to have a bookshop. I shop. know you would. Okay. So describe your bookshop in three words. Cozy. Okay. Well lit. Okay. Aromatic. Oh, Nice. And if you think about bookshops that you have been in that you like, do you think that you would kind of pick from, like, what you've liked about them or inspiration from those bookstores mm. to kind of build it's a little bit possible, of It's possible, but yeah. I have, like, my own crazy unique vision. Okay. You know? Yeah. That it, it would have to be completely, if it's not completely my own. Yeah. In certain instances, I don't want it. Great. Now, what if it's not doing well? Then it's just not doing well. And everyone else is wrong for not liking it. (laughs) No, I was going to say, great. So you built this unique, you know, like Uh this unique to you. I'd give up the smell. Bookstores. Well, no, but maybe that's not the case, you know? So you start looking 
for bookshops that are doing well and you try to dissect, emulate what they're doing you know, maybe not emulate but like get a good grasp of like why is this bookstore doing well and you're not mm-hmm. it's just kind of a natural thing that you know i would assume it was through. because they were swindlers and evil you know like i literally okay, you should never go into business <laughs> <laughs> you should never have your just own business. scream into the store they're swindlers <laughs> what does nobody like me come to sky's books <laughs> oh my god Sky's books. I don't know what Maybe I would Skytopia. call. Skytopia. Skytopia. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Skytopia, but that is a great name. Uh, Skytopia's books. Skytopia's books, or um, oh god, there's got to be something else. But I know. So I see. I do see what you're saying about I, because it doesn't necessarily have to start with you building your entire store, wanting to emulate other people's stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. people think what they have is like super unique to them. They're building it themselves, but maybe things don't go as well as they want, or things aren't progressing as quick enough. So that's when you start to say, "Well, what are other people similar to me doing?" Mm-hmm. But I think like and what then, this one is saying. The people quit because they get distracted by what someone else is doing. I would not get distracted by what other people are doing. I would go out and see what they were doing, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't distract me just because I'm so focused on my own vision for things. That's good. You are in the minority of this. I would, I I know, I know that you're in the minority of this. I just beat to my own drum for that shit. However, everything everything else in this article though. Yeah. I am a victim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at the tarot community. I'll drag the tarot community a little bit. Look at somebody, one person that got successful from pick a card readings, right? Mm-hmm. Star, tarot, witch, girl, whatever her mm-hmm. name is. Um, and then everyone went, okay, I'm doing this. Yeah. I've been doing this forever, but she's doing pick a card readings and that really worked. So let me try and do pick a card readings to see if that mm-hmm. worked. And that might not even be something that they actually wanted to do, but they're like, oh, that worked for that person. I had a really great series going on, but I didn't even know if this got this could get off of the ground or this could pick up steam because I got, got so distracted. distracted by what this person was doing and what worked for them. Well, why don't I just do what they did? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where then now all of a sudden they're doing... There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying that there is, but like they didn't give enough time mm-hmm. and energy to what their own ideas were. Yeah, if you because... get too distracted, then you'll give up on your goals too early. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, seven. I feel like that's pretty common. Reasons people give up on their goals. They don't believe in themselves. This one made me roll my eyes, but also uh, it's true. Yeah. Like, okay, class. That you... kind of is, like, within every single one that was already said, though. I think it was a nice summary wrap-up. Oh, like, absolutely. come yeah, on, guys. Okay. You got to believe in yourself. Yeah. And, Confidence. Um, and he ends it by saying, I know this is the most overused and oh. brutally true cliche known to man. Yeah. The fastest route to abandoning your goals is a lack of self-belief. Yep. So. And, or even not starting them at all. Not starting them at all. Because you're like, I'm not going to do that. I know I can't. You know what? A great episode for us to do one day I don't think we've done this. Like, how do you believe in yourself? Like, what is, like, Well, I'll steps? write it down. Yeah, write that down. Okay. How to believe in yourself. I think that would be a fun one. I have so much to say about that. <laughs> I know you do. So, um, what's our timestamp? Do you want to take a break and take a quiz with me? <gasps> I would love to. I was, um, what are we at? 39 minutes? Yeah. Oh, we've got time for this quiz then. Okay, Great. so I randomly found this quiz and it made me laugh. It's Am called... Am I going to take it or are you going to take it? You'll you'll take it because okay. I always like reading the questions. Okay. So there's quiz one. You can pick between these two. Okay. How much of a Karen are you 
or two. How much of a Karen How am I? How much of a Karen are I'm you? I'm so sorry for our Karen listeners. Or two. There are four types of Karens in the world. Which one are you? Um, I think I'd rather do that. Because the four types. I'm going to assume... Yeah, I'm... Okay, I love that. I'm not... I'm not a Karen. Okay. Question one. But I'll but I'll pretend that I am to, to give myself a Karen type. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I just don't give a shit. One. I really don't. What's your biggest pet peeve? Not winning, jeans with rips in them, not having enough vodka, people chewing with their mouth open, or being disrespected. Being disrespected. You never leave home without your smile. <laughs> I've seen you leave home Isn't without your smile. Isn't that an Annie song? I never Hold leave up. home. No, no. Without a smile. Wait. Oh, fuck. I, I think I can hear what you're trying I, to say. Ah, I can't think of it. Barely dressed without a smile. Something. That okay. sounds familiar. All right. So you never leave home without your smile. <laughs> to your phone. You always forget something. Big sunglasses or a bottle opener. <laughs> okay, read it again. Your smile, your phone. You always forget something. Your big sunglasses or your bottle opener. My phone. I never leave without my phone. I can't because I wouldn't get anywhere if you use GPS <laughs> to go literally anywhere. It's your turn to make dinner. What are you cooking? You're ordering pizza. No. You make flavorless dry chicken. Probably. <laughs> you make spaghetti. No. You make salmon with Yep. Chimichurri? Kimmy curry? Chim chim churri? <laughs> well just I don't know what you're trying to say, but um Kimmy curry. It's fine. Keep or going. I already meal prepped my dinner. No, it's salmon. <laughs> salmon. What is your child's name? One. Sarah, Susan, Emily, Abigail, or Caitlin? Emily. I had a cat and I named her Emily and I loved it. Pick a kitchen appliance, a wine glass, <laughs> no. a refrigerator, a Keurig, a yeah. crock pot, or an instant pot. No, a Keurig. I, li- I literally have had three cups of coffee today for you my Keurig. You are a boomer, Karen. Okay. You're a little too old to be rocking your signature bob, but never too old to yell at an employee for not <laughs> accepting your ancient coupon. <laughs> Um, I love that. I love that. Let me make you do the other quiz. Okay. Because we definitely have time that went by really fast. How much of a Karen are you? How much of a Karen are you? Oh my god. Are you ready? Yeah. How often do you... Okay. (laughs) How often do you speak to the manager? Never. Yeah, never. Listen, Skylar once... We were in Florida. We went to a restaurant. It was a vegan restaurant. A vegan restaurant. He ordered a burger. He was leery that the burger didn't have, like, he was leery that it was actually all vegan, right? I checked. Mm-hmm. The burger came, he got it without cheese anyway. You know when something looks too good? Okay. He got it without, he ordered it without cheese. And they brought it to him with cheese. Okay. This was vegan cheese. He, I was like, ask them. Just ask them again. Ask them to remake it. It was mayo, not cheese, right? No, it was fucking cheese, cheese, dude. It was cheese. And then I was like, I'll do it. He's like, no. I was like, well, he's, I'm like, are you going to eat it? He's like, no. I was like, well, you're not going to pay for it then. And he's like, I am. (laughs) He literally 
wouldn't even ask for like out he walked away and I was like, is this vegan? And and they're like, yeah. I was like, is the cheese good? Because he ordered it without cheese. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, you can't take it away. Because that would be codependent of me. He told me not to. But I just want to know for my own fucking mind, is this good for him to eat? And they're like, yeah. He came back to the table. I was like, we asked the waitress. You can eat it. He's like, I don't trust it. So he didn't eat it and he paid for it. Because he didn't want to inconvenience them that much. So I'm going to put never. Never. This is big Libra moon problems, all right? <laughs> How old are you? Younger than 16, 16 to 30, 16 31 to, 30. to 40, or older than 40. <laughs> I'm going to put older than 40. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll put 16 to 30. How often do you look at memes online? Only minion memes. <laughs> Most of the time, not as much as some people, or all the time, or rarely. All the time. Okay. Do you stand the saying, okay, boomer? Yes. Absolutely. Not really. I don't care, though. Not at all. It's rude and disrespectful. Yes, I guess. Absolutely. Okay. Finally, do you want it to be a Karen? Nah, Karen's rock, of course. Sure, why not? I don't really care. Wait, what are my options again? Nah, Karen's rock, of course. Sure, why not? I don't really care. I'm going to say nah. Okay. <laughs> Nor. Pick an iconic Karen trademark <laughs> that you actually kind of like. <laughs> Wait, what are my options? Pearls. Fashion sunglasses, but like, look at them. Okay. This haircut. Or none of these, to be honest. The sunglasses. Yeah, I feel I that I love Karen you. sunglasses. You're 0% Karen. <laughs> really? You go with the flow and probably don't have a Facebook Memes are the only thing keeping you alive, and you would <laughs> never be dead being rude to a waiter. You tip 20% minimum, even if your order was wrong, and you okay. only have $27 in your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that quiz actually worked for me. Okay, retake, and I'm going to do it. <clears throat> I'll go fast. How often do you speak to the manager? Only if something is seriously wrong. Like, it has to be, like, it has seriously. to be, like, seriously wrong. Um, like I ordered like a salad and I got like a fucking burger. <laughs> like, excuse me. <laughs> this is not what I ordered at all. How old are you? I am. Ooh, I moved up into a bracket older than because I'm 31. Uh, how often do you look at memes online? All of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to communicate unless it's an emoji, a gif or a meme. Do you stand the saying, okay, boomer? Absolutely. Um, finally, do you want to be a Karen? Nah. <laughs> nah. Pick an iconic trademark that you actually kind of like. I was wondering what you were going to pick. Probably glasses. I'm also 0% Karen. We I find that very... the same answer. I find that very hard to believe. Ooh, let's take another quiz. We definitely have time. Guess what kind of old lady you are. Which Lindsay Lohan character are you most like? Which Lindsay Lohan character are you most like? And I want to What percent it. Leslie Nope are you? Okay, I'm going to make... We're going to take two more quizzes. We're going to go quick with it. You're going to take the Lindsay Lohan and I'll take the, the Leslie I Nope. I had more articles pulled up. No, we're done. <laughs> what? Okay, wait, hold on. You're going to take this one. I'll take the other one. Which Lindsay Lohan character are you most like? Are you ready? I'm ready. Pick a store. Target, Paxson, H&M, Adidas... Nordstrom or Urban Outfitters? Target. 
Wow. Okay. I know. Choose a Disney show. I'm going to read them backwards because I know you're going to pick the first one. Kim Possible. Good Luck Charlie. The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Girl Meets World. Hannah Montana or Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Choose some pie. <laughs> <laughs> Apple pie, blueberry pie, pumpkin pie, key lime pie, chocolate pie, or I don't like pie. Key lime pie. Ew! Really? Yeah, it's so good. Choose a holiday. Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, Valentine's Day, or Hanukkah? Halloween. Okay. She thinks she's witchy or something. Yeah. Choose a social media app. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, or Pinterest? YouTube. Okay, boomer. <laughs> YouTube. Choose a color. I'm not going to let you see the colors. I'm going to describe them to you. Okay. Okay. We have a mauve. We have a dark, dusty rose. We have a sky blue. We have a Barney purple. We have a vanilla buttercream. And we have a pale baby pink. Sky blue. Yeah, I know. I just really wanted to describe the colors for you. Choose a fair food. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like a like a like food like a, at the fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> like what? Which ready? food is the fairest of them all? Like the most beautiful well, corn dog? Because corn or snow cone is on there. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon glazed roasted almonds. Oh. Snow cone, cotton candy, funnel cake, popcorn, or corn dog. Fucking corn dog, I know, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Choose a sport. Football, gymnastics, soccer, basketball, baseball, or volleyball? Oh my god, sorry. Sports stress me out so bad. <laughs> Do you want me to name them again? Yeah, I Are you trying to picture what they were? Yeah, okay. I'm trying to picture what they were. Football, <laughs> gymnastics, soccer, basketball. I'm going to say base- soccer. Okay. Yeah, because that one wrote well for you. I used to play. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you used to sit. Okay. Choose a celebrity to be your best friend. Okay. Okay. Will Smith. <laughs> oh. Mm. Cardi B. Oh. Zendaya. Natalie Portman. Kylie Jenner. Or Millie Bobby Brown. These are random. Natalie Portman. Yeah, I would Obviously. too. She's so fucking smart. I'm pretty sure. Millie she... Bobby Brown. Yeah, I know, right? Hold on. Now I really need to look up Natalie Portman uh, natal chart because I am pretty sure she has very similar. I'm pretty sure she's got very mercurial placements. Yep. Gemini sun, Virgo moon, and she's a Scorpio ascendant. So she'd make a good friend for us. Explains why she was perfect in Black Swan. It explains why she's perfect in everything and has gone to, like, Ivy League schools and speaks, like, 15 languages and, yes. like, yeah. Okay. She's that bitch. Choose a movie genre. Sci-fi, romance, comedy, horror, action, or family-friendly. Horror. Okay. Choose a... Again, she thinks she's, like, witchy or something. Choose a summer activity. Swimming, laying out at the beach, tubing, camping, going to a water park, or boating. Swimming. Boring. Which of these do you find most attractive in a person? Their sense of humor, class, <laughs> friendliness, their confidence, their eyes, or their smile? Sense of humor. Okay. 
<laughs> oh my god, you're Annie from Parent Trap. I'm Annie from the Annie Parent Trap. Annie James. Wait, is that the British one? What? No, yeah, I'm, of course it I is. I meant like which twin? Yeah, Annie is. Annie the is British the British one. one. Yeah. I can. Oh wait, I was, no, no, no. Annie is not the British one. She's the one that pretends Annie's to be British. Annie's the one that pretends yeah, to be British. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. also me. Yeah. Wow, that was but accurate. You're not British, but you pretend like you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So you want to take the other quiz now? Yeah, I'm going to take that one. You want to read me the things? What percent Leslie Nope are you? Okay. Okay. Leslie Nope is from Parks and, Parks and Rec. Recreation. Uh, she is... Played um, by Amy Poehler. Yeah. Who is one of my favorite How do you feel about holidays? I live for holidays. Two, just like any other day, I guess. Three, I do not celebrate holidays. Four, a time to get presents. Five, a time to be closer to my family. Or six, not worth my time. The first one. I live for the holidays. I live for holidays. Don't try and get these answers right so you can be 100% like Leslie Smith. I live for holidays. <laughs> what do people say about your gift giving? One, I'm sorry, presents for other people? Oh, no. Two, Definitely obvious I made it the night of. No. Nope. Three. Nicely handcrafted. Yep. Four. The best they've ever gotten. Well. Five. Something gross and creepy. Six. My service and presence is enough. Um, I want to be a little humble and be like, it's the, like, it's nice handcrafted. Nicely and handcrafted. Okay. I do make a lot of my gifts. What do you think about friendship? One. Friends are something life needs. Two, yeah. I prefer solitude. Three, <sighs> it's so hard. Friends are unnecessary. No. Four, treat yourself. Uh, I do Five, like treat yourself. I don't really have any friends, but I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> Six, lots and lots of friends have to surround me constantly. No. Friend, the what was the first one? Friends are. So friends are definitely something life needs. Yes. Because I do like my solitude, but like, I only like my solitude because I know that I have good friends that I can be around. How are you at helping others? One, I try but don't often succeed. Two, it is my one goal in life. Yikes. Three, ew, who has time? Four, I will not help strangers, only my family. Uh, five, others, treat yourself. Six, <laughs> okay. I help them immediately without them even asking. Ooh, that's a little codependent. Um... I guess I'll go with the first one again. What was the I first try one? but don't often succeed. No, what was the one like I live for helping people? Uh, so one, I try but don't often succeed. Two, it is my one goal in life. I guess I'll choose that one. It's not like as accurate as I would like, but it's the best option out of all of them. Because technically that's what like my whole business is around too. It's like helping people. Um, Do you like so, your yeah. job? One, I'm always looking for new work. <laughs> Two, like, love it. Yeah. Like, love it? I mean, that's so far. So far. Is. Three, work gives me energy. Four, work is good if it's alone. <laughs> Five, I like the work itself, but not the workplace. <laughs> okay, that was me before. Six, ew, not at all. That's why they call it work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay, that's supposed to be April. Um, or not April. Yeah, April. Um, Yeah, the one that I said was the winner so far. Like, I love it? Yeah, I like, I love it. What is your family like? Okay. One, I love them. They show me only soft side. <sighs> Two, absolutely perfect. Quite too good for me, actually. 
Three, literally amazing, just so it keeps me going every day. Four, crazy, big, but you have to love them. Five, one word, drama. Six, my family is strong and successful. I am proud of them. Um, I'm going to say one word, drama. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about libraries? One, all librarians must be burned at the stake. Jesus. Two, libraries are breeding grounds for monsters. Three, I like to read. Four, learning is boring. Five, too blah. Glamorize it. Make it exciting. Six, I don't go to libraries, but I am not negative towards them. I like to read. All of those were so negative. (laughs) How do you help your town? Who doesn't like a library? So, ways you help your town. One, um, I live here. Isn't that enough? Two, (laughs) I do work. Government is useless. Three, I make it more exciting. Four, I make change and do as much as I can. Five, I help out and spread positivity. Or six, I don't really care for that town, this town, so I haven't done anything. I live here. Isn't that enough? (laughs) (laughs) How do you support your friends and family? One, I will literally kill them with support. (laughs) I, that might, I don't know. Are you sure? Two, I give them my... I (laughs) fuck... You wanna go? Two, I give them my respect and pride. Three, I often try but end up helping myself. <laughs> that might be that might be the run. Four, I compliment and love them in every way. No. Five, I'm not a very enthusiastic person. Six, I try but I'm not very good at helping. Okay. So literally kill them with support is my guess for you. Or no. um, often try and end up helping yourself instead. Or compliment and love them in every way. No, I don't do that though. Give them your respect and pride? Yeah. That one? Yeah, probably that one. I don't know. Those are hard. Those are like, I don't know. Wow, congratulations. You got 100%. Wait, what? Leslie, no. Some of those answers, I feel like I definitely picked ones where I was like, this is not. Well, she's nuanced, you know? She's. That's true. You know? So. um, She's so extreme. And we both got 0%. Maybe there's something wrong with BuzzFeed. It's only giving 0 to 100%. Maybe there's just. (laughs) All or nothing today. Yeah. Well, that's fun. So that was fun. I did not think I was going to get 100. You got a 100. You're 100%. Yeah. I am very Leslie Nope. Leslie. That's great. I love her character. Um, yeah. Great. That, we, we, did was, yes, we did it. We did it. You know who else, you know. Does it. Does it. Every week. <laughs> every, every month. Every month. Is our supporters, our list of supporters. Thank you so much to these people who support our podcast every month. And if you would like to support our podcast, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash speaking of which. Well, there should be some sort of link in the podcast platform that you're listening to this on, whether it's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whether it's uh, Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on, you should be able to find it. But if you can't, go to anchor.fm slash speaking of which. You can support us for a dollar a month, $5 a month, even $10 a month. This We do this because we love it, but it does help to have our supporters. So thank you so much to Sarah N., Julie C., Anna M., Teresa D., Heather A., Alyssa S., Rebecca P. K., Dominic B., Melanie W., Catherine L., Phil K, Jesse D, and David B. Thank you so much. And if you guys would like to see uh, or listen to a podcast episode about how to believe in yourself, 
Let us know. Let us know. Give us suggestions. Hang out in our Discord. If you download Discord, it's free. It's just a place for the conversations to continue or for you guys to give some input, feedback, um, to, you know, tell us what's going on with you so we can connect with you more. Again, it's Discord, and you can search Speaking of Witch. If you can't find it, message us on one of our platforms like Instagram or I'm going to post it now before I forget. Yeah, post your book so they can see the cover of it because I bet you people are going to be interested in Bunny by Mona. Um, I can't read that upside down, though, what the last name is. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We we hope you liked it, and uh, we will see you next week, as always. Can't get rid of us. Bye. Bye.